What up, everybody? Too Loud TX here, and of course, I uh, wanted to give you guys the iTunes review shout-outs this week. Uh, thanks again so much to all of our listeners. You guys are amazing. Uh, you guys continue to show the love, and we really appreciate it. So we want to show some love back by giving a shout-out to everybody that's given us an iTunes review. I wanted to start off here with false pretenses and thank you so much buddy gave us a five-star review said enjoying the show keep up the good work loving Fortnite, and loving the tips it was great hearing i'm not the only one who took a minute to get what the pve game is man uh that uh, that pve game they're still working on it so save the world's getting better all the time um but man thank you so much false pretenses for that five-star review uh next we got strict legend uh, with the five-star review as well and he said, this game is probably one of the best games I have played in a while. Thanks for the awesome game. Man, we would love to take some credit, but we can't because, uh, unfortunately, we did not make the game at all. We don't work for Epic, but we do appreciate the support, and we agree with you. It is an awesome game. Uh, and then we have uh, Good Grief 17 and he said, listen to the podcast every week. It's out while at work. Always keep up to date on everything in the game and gives good tips on staying alive, getting more kills in PvE. And uh, thank you so much, Good Grief, for that one, boss. Uh, we'll try to keep those tips coming for you for sure. Uh, Mad Maximus 05 said, I love listening to this all the time. We love you all the time, Mad Maximus. And thanks so much for the support, buddy. Uh, Joe Stuff, he said, uh, just love hearing about Fortnite from people who enjoy the game as much as I do. Keep it up. Joe from Virginia. Hey, Joe, thank you so much, man. We do love Fortnite. And make sure you guys are joining the community, the Discord, uh, the PS4 community, uh, if you uh, if you want some more people to talk about Fortnite with and play with. Um, and then, obviously, we got uh, Kyle the Anxious shouting us out as well. Buddy, we love you as well. He was on episode 12, if you guys want to go back and listen to that one. Um, and he, uh, he says, love you guys. Thanks so much for the opportunity. So, man, we love you too, buddy. Uh, thanks for the support. Um, we got, uh, let's see, we got Rawred84, who said, these guys are fans first, like most of us. They do a great job of highlighting all the updates and changes in the game as they happen, and I definitely learned some things from listening as well. Also, make sure you join the PS4 community if you're on the PlayStation, as it's a great way to connect with other players. They hit me up last night to play along with another member of the community, and I had a great time. Even got carried in a couple squad wins. Keep up the great work, fellas. Hey, man. Red, thanks so much, buddy. Um, we really appreciate it. You guys are amazing. And, uh, hey, anytime we can we can help anybody get a victory royale, we definitely will. Uh, so make sure you guys are hitting us up for that as well. Live Trailer Park 69. Or I live in a trailer park 69. Still love the podcast. Listen to them on the way to work, to and from work. Love all the segments and guests on the show. Looking forward to more content. And that's Smiley. That's actually our boy Smiley there, who's uh, also really involved in the community, always playing with us. Uh, Red Code 14444 said, I love this so much. And can you do more PVE, please? Five stars. Keep it up. Red, we are really doing our best, man, to uh, try to stay on top of PVE. You know, it, it, we need to talk a little bit more about it, to be honest with you. But we don't play it as much as we play Battle Royale. And we don't like to talk about things we don't play a whole lot. 
Um, but there's definitely ups and downs. We'll have some focus shows on PVE coming up soon. We're planning some things. Uh, but definitely, man, we appreciate the five star and we'll uh, we'll try to bring you some more PVE content. Uh, Miss Not Impressed said uh, she was impressed here uh, with a five star review. She said, keep on making or keep on making going. Uh, make Epic Games hire you. Well, we would love that. We would love that uh, if it would be possible. Um, and then I Love Money said, great podcast. Keep up the good work. Love the tips too. I definitely see an improvement in my game using these tips. Hey, man, thank you so much. Um, we hope you get some type of improvement. We get improvement out of listening to Monster D-Face and getting his tips and applying those to our game as well. Um, then we have Dank Bowl, um, and he gave us a five-star review as well. Said, wanted to drop in and say, I love the show. You guys do a great job of discussing the, the game and getting me through the day when I can't play. My only complaint here is that there aren't enough episodes to listen to. Well, we are trying to bring them out to you every week, buddy. Uh, and we bring special episodes out when uh, certain things occur. So... Hopefully we can keep on keeping on and uh, bring you some more content. So thanks so much, Dane Bowl, for that five star. And then we got TNT Boss 505. Finish, he says, uh, I love Fortnite and my favorite. It's my favorite game. So keep on the awesome podcast. Hey, man, it's our favorite game as well. And we will definitely keep it up. And the last one here around us out is Super Mario Lopez. He gave us a five star review. He said, I love the podcast, and I think it's awesome that you let your listeners join in the community and maybe play around or 30, LOL, and the Discord servers is on point. Lots of awesome people with lots of awesome tips. Keep on keeping on and staying awesome, and that's Super Mario Lopez. Hey, man, thank you so much, man. We had a great time uh, chatting with you and playing with you Um this is as much of y'all's community as it is ours. You guys make it happen. So thank you so much for everybody that, that gave us a, an iTunes review. If I missed one somewhere along the way, shoot me an email and I'll and I'll get yours out there. Uh, I'll do this again about every six weeks. I like to, to catch up on the iTunes reviews. Give a shout out to all of our listeners who make this show what it is every single week. Guys, we appreciate it. Um, you guys are amazing. And you know what? Let's go ahead and jump into another episode of your Fortnite Community Podcast. Here we go. You're listening to the Fortnite Community Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Noel Zero. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Community Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with me today, the one, the only, the one HP killer, no, 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 zero. What's going on, bro? Not much. I've actually been using my uh, sticker that they put in the game for me a lot lately. Yeah, yeah, the one HP. I yeah, like I was like, that's really nice of them <laughs> to listen to the podcast and do things for us. I really appreciate <laughs> it. It's nice of them. Um, oh, man. They seem to take a lot of my suggestions. I mean, they haven't outright came out and admitted it, but a lot of things I've talked about on the show have come to fruition in the game. So it's it's true. You're welcome, true. Fortnite community, for building anywhere through anything. <laughs> that was an idea that was originated here, and that was a game, so I'll take credit for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? No one else is. You might as well. Well, I definitely Dude. was talking about that way before it ever even came up in the game, and maybe they had the idea, but I'm telling you. I talked about that a long time ago. Yeah, it's true. You did. 
I uh, I'm a little hoarse because I've been on spring break with my kids all week, and playing a lot of Fortnite, and then screaming, and everything else. So I'm recovering from that this week. And uh, I have a that's whole nother, the good thing is I have a whole nother week off next week. So that's what's enjoyable about recovering. So I have a recovery time from recovering from work. I now have a recovery time from recovering from my children and my family for spring break. So that's going to be enjoyable. That's um, as always, guys, this show is brought to you by Glomtom. Glomtom.com. Use the code Fortnite for 5% off. Uh, it helps support us. And you get an awesome product. I actually got a, a, a tweet this week. From somebody uh, that actually asked me, like, hey, too loud, why do you like your Glom Tom? Like, why, why would I spend, like, whatever it is, 45 bucks on a Glom Tom? And basically, they said, we, you know, I could just use a pillow, right? And uh, what I ended up telling them was, like, hey, look, I understand that you can be you know, skepti- skeptical, right, of, of the situation. I actually said, honestly, a pillow will, will not give you the support that the Glom Tom provides, especially where... Your arms rest. Once you try it, you'll understand my addiction. I wouldn't promote it if I didn't believe 100% into it. 100% into it, I turned down a lot of other products. I mean, we've been approached by other products along our journey of podcasting the last five, six years. Yeah. Um, Anybody that's listened to us should really take take that really into consideration is the fact that of how much podcasting we've done and how yeah. little advertising we've done as far as like for other companies. Yeah, I mean, we... we, we we get, especially, I mean, with this podcast and with, with our Destiny podcast, we were approached by a lot of different people to, like, do different advertisements. I got, like, a, I got an email from my VPN company the other day, like, hey, we want to promote our VPN service through your podcast. I'm like, no, nah, it's okay. Because I don't, I, I don't want to put anything on here, number one, I don't believe on. I wouldn't t- want to tell any of you guys to go buy a product I don't believe in or I haven't used myself. And number two... Uh, if it doesn't have to do with like playing video games, I don't really see the point because this is a video game podcast. Could could be used for gaming as far as like protecting yourself from, you know, DDoS and all that. Like there's, there's definitely things you use a VPN for, but I I mean, that's why I agree. We're not using it. Right. We're here to have fun. And so we tell you about Glomtom because we believe it's a good product and I am addicted to it. So. I use mine every night when I play Fortnite. Um, guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed the iTunes reviews at the beginning of the podcast. If you want yours read, we'll read them again in a couple weeks. Uh, so go ahead and shoot those into us. Go ahead and keep updating us on iTunes. It really helps us out. Helps uh, other people when they go look for a Fortnite podcast, like our guest today, see our podcast and go, hey, I should give that one a listen. Uh, so keep those coming. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. This week we will be caught up on all 18, which will be now 19 episodes on our YouTube channel. So if you guys want to see some Victor Royales along with our podcast and listen to it while you're playing or whatever, um, feel free to do it there as well uh, and follow us on Podbean. Uh, we've got some emails coming up. So thanks everybody for the emails uh, this week. We'll be reading those later on the show. But in the meantime, well, let's go ahead and welcome our guest here. Mr. Uber, YouTuber. What's up, buddy? What's going on, guys? Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. I mean, that's, <laughs> it kinda, it's, it's, like a, it's like a rhyming word, right? Uber the Uber YouTuber. Yes, yes, indeed. Yep. Yeah, it is. So, I, I, don't, I, came up, I used to drive for Uber, so that's how I came up with the name. <laughs> and I play a lot of mobile games, and I used to actually like pull over on the side of the road and just make a video. So 
Uber YouTuber is very fitting. <laughs> Plus, I'm German. I'm from Germany, so Uber is kind of a German word, right? So okay, all right. Yeah, okay. yeah. But yeah, I am well, a that... listener of the program, and I really like what you guys are doing. And I reached out on Twitter, and boom! Now I'm sitting here on the show with you guys. Pretty awesome. Dreams do come to. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we obviously appreciate you reaching out on Twitter. Uh, it's awesome to hear from followers. Uh, it's awesome to hear from listeners and uh, also other content creators like yourself, right? So if you are out there and you're a content creator like uh, Uber YouTuber, go ahead and reach out to us as well. But man, I just wanted to say, uh, obviously, first off, thanks for reaching out and we really appreciate that. I mean, we I've been watching some of your videos as well and getting to know you and Uber Nation, that you call it, the <laughs> man behind right. Uber Nation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, if you don't know, uh, Uber YouTuber has over 45,000 subs on YouTube and 7.8 thousand followers on, on, uh, on Twitter. Um, and uh, do you do Twitch or anything? I do do Twitch, yeah. It's uh, Uber okay. YouTuber on Twitch too, which sounds kind of weird, but I thought right. I'd keep it uniform, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, hey, it, it's easy for them to find you that way, right? Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't do Twitch as much as I do YouTube. I, I've kind of, I'm, I'm, a, I'm in an identity crisis right now. I don't know what I'm going to do, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody I, I think that's, and here I yeah. am against the grain. You know, I went to E3 two years ago, and they, they set up this huge booth, YouTube gaming. It was going to be this new big thing, and it's going to take Twitch down. And I'm like, wow. You know what? I never, I never streamed on Twitch before. I'm just gonna go onto YouTube Gaming and just ride that wave. But honestly, I don't think it ever took off the way Twitch has. Twitch is still king as far as streaming is concerned. So, well, I mean, Amazon does own Twitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean that's, and that's... and I know Google owns YouTube. So, like, you got two of the biggest companies behind it, right? I think. Yeah, both but you just gotta look at how YouTube's ran versus how Amazon runs their company. Like Google does own youtube and youtube is still not profitable as a as a company and right, right as a amazon yeah. is always like future proof like thinking way off in the future so i mean it's obvious why twitch is there plus twitch was there first yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah and i already had a really good name um it's got a really good system i think for for a lot of the people and it's although i guess a lot of people would argue how you know um diluted that twitch already is and you have some of these main streamers that always rise to the top type of situation you still hear stories all the time about people that you know are start streaming on a new video game like fortnite um and all of a sudden their channels blow up right right i mean you have da dakota as a monster d face uh yeah. a lot of those guys that have come in this community that have that have shot up um and it, i think it's I think it's really hard, and you know this, to go to YouTube and like do daily videos every day of your life. It is a grind. Um, Absolutely. You know, when I think a lot of people feel like, oh, I'm playing games already. I'll start, you know, getting on Twitch, and then I'll start this personality, and that becomes kind of an evolutional thing, right? And dedicating yourself to YouTube is like making up your mind that I'm going to block out this time of day. I'm going to create a video. I'm going to sit down and do this and this and this and this. Right. Um, you know, and so I think it, it definitely is, is different responsibility levels and different things you have to do. But you mentioned you, you drove for Uber. And that's how you came up with Uber YouTuber. And you started playing a lot of mobile games. So tell us a little bit about that journey. Like, 
you know, kind of a little bit of background of you and like where you came from and how you got into gaming and why mobile gaming that you first kicked off on. Sure, sure. So um, I've been a gamer my whole life. I mean, really, since Game Boy, I, since Amiga 500, really, that was the first system computer I right. ever had that I played video games on. Um, so I've been a gamer all my life. Um, then about three years ago, I decided to kind of get more involved in in the business side of things. I right. wanted to, uh, you know, I wanted to kind of be more, more in touch with the developers and all that stuff, um, r- rather than being just a, just a consumer, but kind of getting behind the scenes. So I started writing uh, game reviews uh, for a website, and I- I'm a big sports gamer, really, which is kind of funny. How, how, here I am on a Fortnite podcast, right? You no, know, no, yeah. But my whole, I, I mean, my whole I life that really speaks, I've been a huge. I think that's speaks to Fortnite as a to- whole you know it totally does it really does i'm a huge sports gamer i've always been a huge sports gamer um i played a lot of madden um i decided to you know start a youtube channel I, after i went to e3 and i was doing the writing um i thought you know what i think the new platform is, is going to be videos people don't want to read articles anymore they want to they want to see videos about you know, games, right. reviews and stuff. Right. So I thought that was going to be the new medium. And I thought maybe I'll start a YouTube channel um, and make some videos. I didn't realize how hard that was going to be, you know, the editing <laughs> and all that, like the equipment right. you need. And, you know, it always sounds so easy, but it's it's really not. Right. Um, I, anybody can do it, but at the same time, there's still a learning curve, right? Oh, so, there's, a, there's a huge learning curve. I yeah. mean, huge, to any content creation you make, and I think it, it goes across all platforms, whether it's a podcast, right? Because you get into podcasts and all of a sudden you discover all this other stuff you need or like what mic should I actually be using or what software I need to edit, right? And right. You know, I think the, the, the more advanced of the content you create as you get into YouTube and streaming and stuff, we know this struggle so well, don't we, David, about the streaming? I mean, we know the struggle of like, oh, crap, there's a buzz going oh, on. Like, boy, where's that we buzz know streaming. From? Like, <laughs> you wouldn't think so because no one's watching us stream on a nightly basis. But that's because we went through so much. And yeah. obviously, we're very busy people, you know, with families and everything. But, yeah, I mean, we've gone through everything to figure out if, how to stream and have right. a a stream that sounds good and looks good. It's right? not easy. Yeah. And that's the yeah, thing, we... whether you have 100,000 people watching like Ninja or two people watching, the, the same work has been put in, right? Like you can tell right. a quality stream from a, from a, you know, a, a bun stream for sure. Right. And if oh, you absolutely. do want to do it right, I mean, it, it takes just as much work, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, how many viewers you have. So I, I did YouTube. And um, I played a lot of console games, and it took me about a year to get a, around 3,000 subscribers. And I streamed every single day. I, I mainly just streamed every single day for three hours. And I got to 3,000 subscribers playing mainly Madden. And then a lot of those people that were watching me um, started telling me to start playing um, some of these mobile sports games. And I've really never been into mobile gaming ever, you know, aside from you know, Nintendo, Nintendo products, but not right. on the cell phone right. or tablet, you know, never even thought about it. But um, these kids told me to, to play some of these sports games. And, and so I did. And that's when this channel really started taking off. And just like you guys, I have a family, I have a full-time job. So making content for mobile devices became a lot easier for me than console. 
you know, because I could, I could literally, with the technology the way it is these days, I mean, you, you can make content on your cell phone. I mean, you can face cam, you can record, you can edit, you can do everything on your cell phone. It, it's amazing. So I, I started right. doing that, you know, and uh, it took off. The channel grew from 3,000 subscribers to like 40,000 40, in about eight months or so. Jeez Louise. Yeah. But I've never lost my love for console gaming. You know, it's just never been popular on my channel. Right. Right. I, I think that's you, it's so intriguing because so many people have like, you know, everybody thinks like, oh, no one's going to watch my stuff. But you never know until you get into, you know, start doing your thing because who would have known, you know, like you said, you love console gaming and you never had thought about mobile. And then here you go. All of a sudden you got a mobile channel. Right. So true. So true. So then Fortnite <laughs> came around. Right. And I was a, probably a late ado adopter. I, I didn't start playing till about two and a half months ago, maybe. Okay. But yep. it absolutely, absolutely hooked me. This game absolutely hooked me. And once again, it was a lot of people on my channel asking me or telling me to play Fortnite. And I'm like, eh, you know, I like shooter games, but I, I don't really, I've never been into it as much as I've been into sports games. And, right. you know, people kept telling me and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a, a, a fair shot. And it's absolutely just swept me off my feet to the point where <laughs> now Fortnite Mobile came out and I, I went out and bought an iPad just so I can play it rather than having to wait a few months for it to come out on so, Android. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about this. Uh, this is actually one of the topics we want to talk about today was the mobile version of this game. So, um, you know, here we are, you're created this YouTube channel, you go over to mobile gaming, your channel blows up on YouTube, um, and in the mobile scene, mobile gaming scene, the sports games mainly, all of a sudden, your fans tell you, hey, play Fortnite, come back around, you start playing Fortnite, and now it's going to mobile, and uh, I, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of channels that are like focused on the mobile version of this game, so... To start everybody off, obviously this came out this week for everybody that doesn't know. They're, we're in the, uh, the, the invite phase, I guess, and beta testing phase of it. Um, so why don't, why don't you tell us your first impressions, Uber, of what do you think about Fortnite Mobile? Okay, so first gameplay, first time I launched into the game, I was very impressed how true to life it looked, like how true to console life it looked, you know? Right. How, you know, right. it's very close. Clearly, um, you know, the details were scaled back a little bit, but I, I was happy with the look of the game. Right. Now, the feel of the game was really tough for me. Really, really tough. The first few yeah. games. You know, being used to having a controller in my hand. And I play it on yeah. PS4 and Xbox One. I haven't okay. tried it on PC yet. Um, and even there, when you switch back from console to console, I got the Elite controller on Xbox, and I just have a regular PS4 controller. Even that, that, that's a little bit tough to do. Um, and when I went onto mobile for the first time, it was I had a really hard time. I mean, building and everything, everything is there. It's just in a little bit of a different place. And right. not having analog buttons is, is a little bit tough for me. It is a little bit tough. But now having probably put about three hours into it on mobile, I'm coming around. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to enjoy it a lot more. I'm starting to get better. Right. But I will say this, um, the cross-platform play, although I love it when it comes to PC, to PS4, to Xbox One, whatever. Right. 
Right. I don't know if it could ever work mobile to console. Man, slash PS4. I don't, I don't either. And I definitely agree with you on that. As I was playing it, and I have about probably hour, hour and a half in it. Right. Um, and as I'm playing through it, the first couple of games, I'm like, uh, I don't really know about this. And then like yeah. the third game, I started to catch that that pocket where it fits with the aim assist, right? And how well aim assist works on it. Yes. It really does help you out a lot to get your kills. It does stay there. Um, and I felt like, okay, cool. And everybody was basically pretty horrible at the game right now. They still yes. are that you're yes. playing because no one's ever played this game on mobile and it's, it's very different. Uh, the controls feel very different. You can't just all of a sudden pop up and start building like, you know, myth on like on a freaking, you know, random structure you're building a hundred you know feet in the air you can't do that it's just no. not that easy to do it right um even in in gunfights like if you start throwing up walls like people don't know what to do because it's so different on on mobile but it did it did start to click with me a little bit and i saw that little bit of like okay yeah like i could enjoy this for what it is you know right. being at 30 frames per second obviously the biggest difference that i saw um but the aim assist really did help. And so I would say anybody that plays it, give it a try. Like, get in like we are a little bit and, and give it a few rounds and maybe a couple hours to see how much you really like it. Um, I'm curious because I know David's answer on this. We actually talked about <laughs> it um, as far as the controls go. Um, and David, what I, I want you to go ahead and, and tell me what you uh, thought about it as I far as the controls. Tell me, tell me about the controls. You can leave out the the bad words. Maybe you perhaps said about your frustrations regarding it, but I didn't say uh, bad words. <laughs> but I I want to hear what I want to hear is I want to hear Uber with you playing so much mobile games. What his take in comparison to it? Because we obviously don't play as many mobile games as you do. I know he, David plays a lot of mobile games, but like with joystick situations where you're moving around or anything, not a whole lot of those. So. Right. David, why don't you start us off, kind of give us your summary, and then let's hear what Uber has to say. All right. Well, <clears throat> the biggest problem I have with it is, so from my experience with analog stick type games, at least good ones on phone that I've played, I'm like, hey, this is enjoyable. Um, typically, once I put my hand, like my thumb on the, the joystick, the virtual joystick, and start moving, that joystick kind of, disappears right and it becomes a thing of um wherever i move my thumb is how like if i move it forward i'm going to move forward if i move it back i'm going to move it back however in fortnite <clears throat> mobile you have to like if i have my thumb say my thumb's gotten to the top of the screen and i now want to walk backwards or back step i have to move all the way down i know that doesn't sound like a crazy big deal some people might listen to this, but who cares but it, it makes a huge deal because there's so many times where I'm like trying to walk and I pr like go back down on the screen and I'm trying to focus on what I'm doing in the game that I'm still not going backwards or moving a, how I expect to move that mm -hmm. it just gets really frustrating to me. Um, Makes sense. Because that joystick's like in place. For right, it's not a floating virtual about. stick. It's more of a solid like virtual stick yeah. in place, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah so and that's it, it my biggest problem. It only has a yeah, it only has an area of movement for everybody that's listening. Like that, it, what he's saying is, if it's all if his fingers above, like pushing a joystick up, uh, he like has to you actually can't, you have to bring it back down to zero and then go down. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. and that can be a pretty yeah. fluid motion. But here's my suggestion 
to to not be overly negative on the situation, and then I'll let you tell us what you think. I suggest that they make it where half of the screen is controlling your movement, and the other half of your screen is moving your aim. Because there's a lot of games that currently do that. That way, when I, my thumb is moving up on the left side of my screen, I'm moving up. Or you know, if I want to invert my controllers. But then also have an option to flip it. So people that want to play with their left hand moving and their right hand aiming, they can do, you know, they can invert that as well. Good call. Go ahead. It, interestingly enough, the, I think the right side of the screen is set up that way, right? I believe so. Yeah. There is no virtual yeah. stick on the right side of the screen. Uh, you're just kind of moving your thumb uh, where you want to aim. And I did test that. It goes, I want to say it goes exactly 50-50, like half of the screen. Maybe it's 60-40, but most of the right side of the screen, no matter where you touch, you can look around and aim. So right. they could almost and fire. remove yeah. the virtual stick on the left side and kind of have it the same way where you just slide up and slide down, left, right, you know? Um, that's a good yeah. call, actually. That That's a good, because I, I do have some trouble with that as well. And I'm playing it on a, on a tablet. In most of my other mobile games, I play on a on an Android uh, phone, a large Android phone, but it's still much smaller than a tablet. Yeah, are you playing on the iPad Pro or like uh, the iPad Mini? I, so I went for the Mini because I knew yeah. I was going to have trouble with a larger device. So I have the right. iPad Mini 4, um, and it, but it's still rather large. You know, compared to you were, what I'm used You were to. mentioning before the show, the 4 costs as much as the PS4. Yes. I wasn't a big fan of that. <laughs> but Yeah. Welcome to the world of Apple where everything's overpriced. Goodness. I mean, the packaging looks incredible, but jeez. <laughs> Absolutely. They're you know, overpriced have, on everything, though. I have a cheapo, like, uh, Samsung Galaxy tab here, and that was, I don't know, 150 200 bucks, and I, I think it's fairly comparable to this thing. It probably um, is, you know, but no, no Fortnite on it as of now. So that's why I went this route. But yeah, the tablet is a little big, uh, and I, I'm having the, the thing about Fortnite. It's 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 a game of split seconds, right? It's a game of right. inches and a game of split right. seconds, and it's sometimes really tough to find stuff on the screen, even though I know where it's at. Um, just the placement of your hand and 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 and. You know, you have to reach with your thumb kind of far to yeah, get to the inventory it's and not, stuff. It's not fluid. And the biggest problem that I see with it is what I was mentioning earlier is building. Like, yes. when you go into building mode, yes. like, for me to click my stairs, I have to, like, literally take my hand. And this is on my iPhone success. Now, I have very, pretty small hands, but – or 7S. I still, have to, I still have to move my hand over, like, completely to touch – and then get and then regrip my phone. Right. right? And when you're getting blasted, it's great when yeah. you're building up to a to a house for 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 a chest or something. But when you're in trouble, when that yeah. when you all you you know all you want to do is just build a quick fort. Now I played this kind of a, a off topic here, but I did play uh, this this Fortnite knockoff mobile game. Which yeah, I saw your video about it. Yeah. yeah. They did have they had something in there and and granted you could only do this if truly you keep the mobile people with mobile people and the console and you know everybody else uh, but they had this this building setting where you could build a basic fort four walls and a ramp with one push of a button I kind of like that now I don't know I, I think you could just only keep that on mobile if they ever 
were to implement something like that. Right. Um, but it right. was kind of nice when you got in trouble, boom, you just built that little fort and you're standing up on the ramp, you know? Yeah. I think the biggest uh, problem and back to your topic is I don't see how you can compete on a mobile device, especially in this game, maybe another game somewhere down the road. I don't know. Right. But I, I don't agree. know how you're going to compete in this game to actually win a victory Royale. If you're, play with your PC friends and you're stuck on PC servers. Yeah, I, I, I can't even imagine that. There's, yeah, I mean, at such we, a disadvantage. And I'm sure we, people are going to get good on mobile, but I don't know right. if they're going to get as, as good and as, if it's ever going to get as snappy as it is on PC, right? Yeah, right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how you can... I mean, even on console, console versus PC, when we go play with a bunch of our PC friends... Dude, you can tell the accessibility that they have to the quick keystroke that allows them to jump to a wall, right? Or jump to a floor or jump to their nades instead of us scrolling. Because no matter what, no matter what you do right now, you have to scroll with a controller, yep. right? Scroll to your next weapon. Scroll to your, your unit you want to build. You have to scroll, That's right? That's right. And you're talking about PC players who are very fast with keys already and they can literally add a push of a button, build this wall, build this roof piece, you know, uh, grab their shotgun, throw their nades, um, you know, switch to another gun, like so quickly. And then you take it from, from that to console, and then now console to mobile. And it's like, oh, wait, I need to switch my shotgun. Hold on, dude. Don't shoot me anymore. Let me switch real quick. <laughs> right? Like, let me push my button. Um, and so, like, I think the game is a good representation of what it is right for a mobile version per se absolutely um but my biggest my biggest thing with you is the same as you like i only want to play mobile people like i don't even want to play somebody in another same platform. here and you know first time i jumped in i got like three kills and i'm like holy moly i'm, I'm doing okay i finished yeah. top 10 three kills i'm like okay and i'm like it's all that mobile gaming wait a minute there's no way i was playing with people on uh, cross-platform there, there can't be right. right like there's no way because Everybody was just as bad as me, and I just ended up on top, you know, both <laughs> battles. But it was just, we're both standing, looking at each other, and, like, I, this would never happen on PS4 or any other, you know, system where right. there's no seconds wasted on console. It's just, you know, action. And, and we were both standing and looking at each other, whooping out the weapons, and then <laughs> firing past each other for, like, six rounds, you know, before we ever yeah, even hit yeah. each other. Um, but you know, I, I will say this, I played it, um, I played it in my car the other day or yesterday. Uh, I, I was parked, I was waiting uh, for something and I, I actually hooked it up to my mobile hotspot on my cell phone. I, I just, I'm just playing around right now, testing it out, you know? Right, right. And it was smooth. I mean, it was, it was really smooth, uh, huh. on a mobile hotspot in a car. So being on an airplane with Wi-Fi, I could see myself totally playing this for, you know, hours on end. Now at right. home, if, where I have my console, and I'm, there's no way, you know, but it is nice on the go. I'm not going to lie. It is kind of, it, it's fun to play on the go. Well, if it's telling of Epic and what they've done with this game at all, I think they're going to continue to tweak and make it better. Mm -hmm. Right? Um I think we can count on that a little bit. Um, Null Zero will probably see that change you're talking about because I, I bet you anything, if we go search a lot on Reddit, we're going to see that topic. Um, I don't even know if there's a Fortnite mobile uh, <laughs> uh, Reddit yet, but 
maybe there is, but like, I'm 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 with you. I, I'm not gonna choose it over my console. I'm gonna I probably play it on the go. Um, I think it would be really fun. Like I was telling David at first before it came out, like it'd be a lot of fun to like. I don't need to take a console with me when I travel for work anymore. I just grab my phone. But that's not going to be sufficient. Like, at least for me playing with him when I'm on the road or whatever, or playing with the guys when I'm on the road, because you can't hook up a controller. You can't react fast enough. Now, how do you feel, Uber, if, and this is one of Null Zero suggestions, if you were to add the ability to connect one of these third-party controllers to your phone? I'm I'm all for it, honestly. <laughs> I'm all yeah. for it. I think it will put the people that don't have a controller into a disadvantage. You know, they'll right. But I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, I'm passionate about the game. I would get a controller. I would. Um, I know you can hook up a, a keyboard and mouse to an iPad. I wonder if that's something. I I I don't think they support that. They don't support it, right? Yeah, I don't okay. think the game supports it. So they're yeah, they're probably are they doing that to keep an even playing field? Do you think? I or? believe that's probably why, um, and that yeah. might be why there won't be controller support anytime necessarily soon. I mean, if they were really smart, why wouldn't Epic just come out with like a proprietary controller that they release? Like right. that just sounds like a genius idea to me. Hey, yeah, here's like a thirty dollar con- controller. $30. Yeah, here's a thirty dollar controller. You can you can either attach to your iPhone or you can you know freehold whatever they whatever they decide. But like, well, I would imagine they, they, they would. They don't need sell to do so many. That just make them look know- very money hungry. Yeah, I, you're right. I I think yeah. there is that. There is that, and they're real careful about that. And that's why I love this game so much, actually. I love how transparent they are, Epic. I yeah. Mean, I love how, you know, how they're really, I mean, how everything is just cosmetic. If you want it, you can buy it, but it's all cosmetic. And Jeff, just as much fun in the game, you know, with a generic skin. And I, I do think right. like, Battle Pass and all that stuff is still very affordable, right? It's a good deal. It is. If you yeah, are spending true. money on the game, you know, you bust, you put 10 bucks down every couple months and you right. can get enough skins, enough you know, cool stuff to, to, to last year, I think. So, yeah, it would make them seem a little, or make them look a little bit like they're, they're money hungry, I guess. So they're, they're probably real careful about all that stuff. Yeah, except when it comes to the pricing of their items. <laughs> David yeah. would argue that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cheap. Um, that is true. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not. I, I had to add money again last night because I wanted to buy the Battle Hound. Ugh. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, all the time. It's it's something else. I'm like, oh, that skin is awesome. I have like 10 skins that I already said were that awesome, and I keep <laughs> changing them. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, uh, well, I, you, you know, you mentioned earlier uh, Ninja and some of that stuff going on. I want to jump in and talk a little bit about what happened with him this week. <laughs> All right, so this week, Ninja played with Drake. If you've been sleeping under a rock and you didn't hear that, here it is, breaking news. Ninja played with Drake, also with Juju from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, And so this was a huge thing. I was actually fortunate enough to be up. I was getting text and blown up on Twitter and in our Discord, like, are you watching this? Are you watching this? 
because it hit over 600,000 people, almost 700,000 people watching at one time on Twitch. Um, pretty remarkable numbers. Obviously, Ninja has grown to new heights with Fortnite um, and become, you know, obviously one of the world's top players uh, from everybody's perspective. And what I want to talk about real quick is like, was this a good thing for gaming? And what type of impact do you think it has on Twitch and gaming overall? There's a YouTuber um, and a friend of ours named Mtash uh, who actually put out a video about this. And uh, it's kind of what, 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 what sparked my interest in talking about this. But do you think, David, that Drake coming on and playing with Ninja was a good exposure like for gaming in general? Or was it like, oh, look at these kids that are playing this game? Well, <clears throat> I think it's cool. I think it's a cool thing for Ninja. I think it's it was a cool little event that happened. Um, overall, my I have a concern about it, and that is that I mean, the guys that Ninja was playing with are obviously very famous in what they do and the things that they're doing. Right. Um, and I just don't want to see celebrity becoming a a thing on Twitch where it becomes even harder for people to break up. Because, like, look, Drake is a celebrity. He is very famous. He's, right. I don't know how many millions of albums he's sold, but obviously he's pretty successful, okay? So if he comes and starts streaming all the time, he will have a large viewer base just because of who he is. Right, And right. I, I just don't want to see it even harder for people to break into Twitch because it gets overrun by celebrities. You know, Dead Mouse has been a, a streamer for a long time, streams Diablo uh, and also some of his music creation stuff. Um, and I've never really had a problem with him streaming. He doesn't, like, he gets doesn't get nothing crazy as far as numbers. Seems like a lot of his fan base. And that's fine to me, an extent, like, if people are like, well, Drake's fan base is the only people that are really coming and watching his stream. But I just right. don't think that'll be the case. I think if you get uh, the right, you know, uh, Hollywood personalities, the right uh, music industry personalities and all that, you could run into a problem where Twitch becomes inaccessible to the layman. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think there's, there's a couple of views on that. Right. And like, for me, I think that it was good for gaming in the sense that it brought more eyes to Twitch. I think I I hope I hope I'm I'm with you. I hope Drake doesn't start coming to stream, you know, in the fact of like, hey, just come watch me play a video game and stream. Um I don't think that's his intention either. I think he was literally coming on to play with Ninja. Um Well, yeah, I do too. I don't think that's and it's not just him. Just yeah, right, right. your thing. Not just Drake. It really celebrity in general. Yeah, making more you know, making famous people more famous on other platforms is is not fun for necessarily content creators because it's harder, like you said, to be, to create content. But I do think that overall it brought some eyes uh, to the gaming industry and to Twitch that weren't on it before. I thought it was really cool to see like sports center saying something about a video game, right? Like Fortnite. Like here it is. Uh, I thought that was really cool. I think it's always been awesome to watch the esports scene grow, um, from you know when we were in it to now. Right, how much bigger it is, and how much more support it has. Um, but Uber, do you think like 
do more famous people and icons need to come out of those works and say like, you know, I endorse gaming or I game with these other people or, or show the positive aspects of gaming as a whole. Is that going to be helpful to us? Or like as a content creator, you're like, I don't care really. I just want to keep doing my thing. Um, I'm not sure if they need to, but being a gamer and as like a sports fan, for example, I do enjoy reading stories like that. Like I know Gordon Hayward, uh, you know, player for the Boston Celtics. He's a big right. PC gamer. And, He's probably uh, playing a lot of games right now. Right. And then on the ESPN, they had like an article on him a couple months back. And, and I thought that was like, I, I'm, I'm always fascinated reading that. I like that. Like, you know, right. that's what I identify as. I'm, I'm really a gamer first and foremost that loves sports right. too, but I'm not an athlete. Yep. I'm the same way, you know, yeah. but, but I like to see athletes like Juju being into the same games that I'm into. Yeah, uh, but I'm, but I'm with you guys on on. I don't want to necessarily see Drake open up a Twitch account and start streaming <laughs> once a week. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm yeah. okay on that, you know. Um, but I do think it was a cool thing to do that with Ninja, and and also for me, it was like a surreal moment. It was a it was a it was something that's having been around just like you guys in the gaming world, gaming universe for a while now, for you know decades. It was it was kind of a moment like wow like this game this game is is it's it's beyond blown up now i mean it is everywhere you know you see right. march madness uh of college basketball games you see the players on the bench doing fortnite celebrations and, and like it's everywhere it's every like on on your twitter feed it's on facebook it's i mean like you mentioned it was on sports center they mentioned the game yep um it's kind of cool. I, I think it's kind of cool um, how really everybody knows about the game now that we're playing. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes right, right. you yeah. play a game and you tell a non-gamer what you're into and, and they just don't, they don't really know anything about it. And they can't, and you kind of have that disconnect a little bit. Right. Yeah. My wife is a total non-gamer. She comes in yesterday. She's like, what? why are you breaking down trees and hitting cars? I don't quite understand this. And I'm like trying to explain it to her. She totally did not understand it and lost interest completely, you know? Um, right. But, but I, I'm with you. I think bringing more exposure to more people and they spark that interest. You never know what's going to happen. Right. That's so true. I, you know, I made some shirts. I had my buddy actually make, make some like Fortnite themed shirts even. And I'm rocking those, you know, in my day-to-day -day life and stuff. And I'm getting all kinds of comments everywhere now yeah. where I go, you yeah. know. And it's, I don't think it's all just gamers, but it's also people just seeing memes and seeing GIFs and seeing, you know, little clips on, on Facebook about this game. And right. they, know, they know what it represents, you know. It's kind of neat. I like it. I think it's been a really healthy community. It's been really cool to see overall. I think um, there's been a lot of positive things come out of Fortnite. I think it's funny when people are like, I lost my kid to Fortnite. Um, obviously, you are the parent. You control the situation. Uh, but not to get distracted by that too much. But, like, Null Zero, do you, think, do, do you think that it was ironic? I don't know if you saw this post, but Fortnite or Epic came out the, the following day and it said Fortnite at E3, Party Royale Celebrity Pro-Am. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they probably were. <clears throat> that was probably in the works, um, yeah. something along those lines. But th this kind of solidified it, I'm sure. Yeah, I think it was a cool time for them to throw it out there. 
Uh, obviously, for those people that don't know, there's going to be 50 celebrities and 50 pro gamers. One victory royale. Join us at the E3 for the ultimate Fortnite party <laughs> royale, pairing some of the world's uh, greatest athletes and entertainers with the top Fortnite player roy- or battle royale players across the globe. So I guess you're getting invited to this, David? Is that what's happening? Yeah, I, they, um, they already <laughs> got my hotel and everything booked, so. It's good. It's good. I'm, yeah. I'm excited, man. It's yeah, fun. I mean, it, I was. I think that's a cool thing. It's not too surprising on that front because uh, Battlefield has done this several times. You know, they've, right. they've had uh, Snoop Dogg and a number of other people there playing the new Battlefield against pros, so. I think it's yeah, cool. I, think... I, I mean, overall, I think it's cool. I just don't, as long as, I don't ever want to see celebrity take over you know, my thing. Right. It's, it's ours. Yeah. Um, they, they're, you know, they're tourists here. I don't care if they're gamers at heart. Like as far as like the pro scene goes, like we have our pros here. We don't, we don't need y'all to come try to be pros. Y'all do what y'all do well and you can enjoy this with us. Right. Right now I'm with you 100% on that. So, uh, let us know what you guys think about it. Did you enjoy it? Do you think it's bad? Do you you hate it? Or do you want to see more of it? Uh, so make sure you guys leave us some comments, shoot us uh, shoot us some messages, and let us know what you think about Ninja playing with Drake. And uh, if more more uh, you know famous people need to come out and talk about uh, their gaming habits as well. So let's go ahead and jump over to this week's uh, patch notes and uh, some more discussion about Battle Royale. All right, so this week, obviously, we had mobile, as we, as we mentioned, but uh, some of the other patch notes in version 3.3, pretty, not, nothing too crazy this time around. Uh, it's pretty slim for the most part, but we got the remote explosives. We got supply llamas. Um, we got uh, the luck of the storm quest line and save the world for those save the world fans. Shamrock Reclaimer, Outlander, and save the world, which is a pretty cool skin for all those save the world fans. And, uh, you know, a couple of bug fixes. But that was the majority of what we saw. Um, David, I want to ask you really quickly, give me your oversight of the remote, remote explosives, a.k.a. C4. Um, disappointing damage. Yeah. They're good at taking out walls and bases and stuff, and that's great. Um, I don't know. I've just hit people with them. I've done damage to people with them, and I've been disappointed in many situations where I'm like, that's all the damage it did. Like, so we I had somebody down the face for 150 damage, but <laughs> C4 right on your face is doing like 80. Okay. Yeah. It, it is ironic that a shotgun can do more damage than the C4 explosive sitting next to a person. And if you want to test this, I mean, basically what we did is we downed somebody didn't shoot them. As soon as they were down, they had a hundred health. We dropped a C4 on them. And guess what happened? Nothing. They did not die. Yeah, they did not. Somebody. did not kill them. Yeah. Right. With one C four, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna throw a C four on this dude." Uh, wait, he didn't die. What? <laughs> yeah, I. Only has a hundred health right now. What? What? Right. <laughs> it's a novelty item, right? Like it's it's cute, yeah. but you know the the one thing I will say that I do like using it for when you have somebody in a, in a house kind of tucked away somewhere. Yeah. And you don't want to use your pickaxe, uh, and they'll know you're coming, you know, because you're you're just hacking away twenty times at the wall. 
it is kind of neat to stick it on there and boom, just bust it out. And then you're there. You're ready with your gun, you know? But yeah, I think that, the thing that you said earlier, right? Fortnite is about quick responses, right? Yes. So like if I hear somebody throwing down C4, dude, I'm jumping out of the house as fast as I can or running to the other side of the house and then jumping out of it, right? <laughs> but, uh, whatever, I, whatever I can do, I'm getting away from that. And I don't feel like the explosive is it's big enough for the damage per area to, to be an item I'm going to pick up over something else. Yeah, that's right. With the, with the inventory being so limited, right, the items right. you can pick up, yeah. If you do happen to have it and you may have downed somebody and, and their teammate built a little little fort with a roof on it to heal them up or revive them, now it's great for that. Stick it on the roof right. and just wait right. for it. But it's such, I mean, that's such a rare occurrence that you almost can't justify keeping the C4 in your inventory for that to happen, right? Yeah. I mean, I can, I can pick way more items than that one, you know, off the bat. Right. Yep. So. Yeah, that's that's my biggest thing with C4s. I can I can see its uses. I can see that it's not really meant to kill people, but more to destroy things. But it's like then where do how do I fit that into my inventory? Like right. what am I gonna give up for that? Right. No, I'm I'm with you. That's my biggest thing about it. Um the uh the other thing that came out this week, obviously the llamas. Now, this is the opposite for me. I love these things. And I don't know if you guys have had a chance to grab any of them, but basically it gives you 500 wood, 500 stone, and 500 metal when you find one, guaranteed. Um, 10 stacks of each ammo type and three traps and consumables. Like, have you, have you, David, have you got to open one of these llamas yet? I have. Uh, I love them. I think they're fantastic. Um, they're not, <clears throat> you don't get them too often. Like, I've only found two. Yeah, they're extremely rare. Yeah, extremely rare. There's only three three llamas created per match. Oh, wow. Yeah, they are extremely rare. I think they could actually up that a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I was talking to someone about this. I might have been uh, Reason last night after you got off. Um, probably Reason. Um, but we were talking about <clears throat> how they could probably up it a little bit. It'd actually probably be okay. Because finding them is extremely rare. And I didn't know there was only three on the map. But, yeah, now that I understand exactly why, uh, I've only seen two of these in my time. Yeah, I mean, I've only seen – I think I've only seen three maybe. But I have seen pictures of people seeing all three drop in, the sim, in like, the same area. Oh, that would be magical. Wow. Magical. <laughs> Have you have you got your hands on one yet, Uber? I, I've gotten one, yes, and it helped me so much. It was early on, and like the material, right? I'm always struggling yeah. to get material until I get a few kills. So uh, just boom, having 500 of each is so helpful. So helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love it, and I agree. They, I, I think they can they can up it a little bit. There's only three. I mean, they can play with the numbers, but yeah, that that that's that's pretty low for such a big map. So Null Zero in the uh, in the Save the World mode, they have those mini llamas. You know what I'm talking about? Uh huh. That you can get. Like I think it would be cool if they keep these at three or four, maybe up at one or two extra a match, but then drop like maybe five right of the mini llamas or ten of the mini llamas on the map. 
Yeah. And I mean, that can be a thing. And that that are that are, you know, maybe maybe two hundred of each material and only, you know, two stacks of ammo and three traps. But like here's the thing. What I think this does and what I what I would what I like to see in it, it's continually con- it's what we said last week is continuing on is more building, right? This game really shines when you come to building, building, building. Um, yeah. Obviously, the gunplay is great, but the building is what makes it so fun to watch and so fun and intriguing to get better at over and over and over every time you play. And like, oh, man, I should have built there. Oh, man, I should have done this there, and then I could have built a floor. And, like, all those scenarios come into play, and so these things really help whenever you have the material there available to do it. Right, so I feel like if they had a couple more opportunities to get a little bit extra material, maybe people would like it more. I know for me, I would. Right, I would have to worry less about so much farming all the time uh, and making sure I'm hitting this, and more about like, okay, how am I going to approach this? What's my gunplay going to be here? What's my fort going to look like? What am I going to? How am I going to, you know, build on this section here? So, I just think it'd be cool to see those mini llamas. Maybe they're only, like I said, maybe maybe there's only three of those dropped, but you know, up up. The uh, the materials that they're giving us and this type of uh, treasure, per se, uh, throughout the map a little bit more. I agree. Or even up the um the the material you get out of a chest, right, from thirty to right. fifty or something, maybe. Right. But yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I'm always, especially, you know, you don't always run into people right off the bat, and I feel like I'm always struggling with material, just farming away, you know, just to get enough to go up a, up a mountainside or, or whatnot. So. Right. Um, material is definitely a premium in this game. And I love building. Like, I'm starting to get better at it. And it doesn't take long to realize how important it is in this game, right? You can't just right. stand there like a sitting duck and expect to shoot people left and right. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that's I started sure. out playing. And I learned pretty quickly that that's not the move. <laughs> right. Yeah. We, it, well, it took us some learning, no zero, from going from PUBG because that's what we were kind of playing before we got into Fortnite. Right. You know? And it's such a game had, of angles too, right? Yeah. This game. Yeah. I mean, Null Zero's always flanking. Almost every time. Like we get in a fight, <laughs> there's Null Zero going around the side flanking every time. Build a fort <laughs> on the side of them, kill them. Right. That's what happens. Right. Or run right at them. <laughs> so yeah. That's your two I'm approaches, isn't aggressive. it, David? I'm super aggressive. <laughs> nice. Yeah. If you're good, that's that's a good move. Oh, he's okay. Don't tell him he's good. Uh, li- limited time mode got released. This is the other big announcement in the uh, patch notes. Um, and so just to walk through this real quick, I know, Noel Zero, you say you're, you're pretty excited about this. This mode will be out enabled on 319, so March 19th. Uh, it's called Blitz. And Blitz has much shorter storm times, resulting in faster and more intense matches. Maximum match length is 15 minutes okay so if you guys remember um what was the last one david was it gold no 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 20 v 20 20. so it moved quicker then right and the storms were i think we talked about it was like three minutes difference shorter is what they were having and we were like man this is fast this is awesome well now we're gonna have 15 minute matches max and the match will start very beginning the storm yeah as soon as you land yeah, the match will start with the storm circle already closing in on the over the island. Adjusting uh, to loot availability increases your chances of treasure chest spawning uh, from fifty percent to seventy percent and to uh, to eighty to ninety percent. So that that jumps pretty substantially. Um, quick tip, David, you said for those that are trying to get their week, what is this four battle pass? 
done. Yeah. When sh- they should well, wait. Well, any chest in general. If you've if you skipped out on any chest in the Wailing Woods and any of the places where you're supposed to be getting all these chests, um, this is a good time to get it during the LTMs. Yeah. Good call. Uh, good good pro tip there. Uh, increased chances of ammo boxes spawning from 65 to 80 percent to 85 to 95 percent. So almost uh, you can almost get 100 percent that you're the loot, the ammo boxes you've seen somewhere before are going to land. I mean, basically 95% is kind of crazy high. Uh, floor loot spawns nearly 100% of the time. Wow. Wow. So, like, grab the loot, you know where it falls, and go. <laughs> uh, supply drop spawn um, lessened f- uh, from 180 seconds. So, um, they're going to basically start immediately. Supply drops, the uh, descent time shorten. From 60 to 30. So they're going to come down in 30 seconds compared to 60 seconds before. Um, and then the launch pad spawn likelihood greatly increased. Now, they don't tell us how much. Maybe they're going to be playing with it throughout the event. But this one's I'm really excited about. We always say we want more verticality. We want more launch pads jumping in. It's a lot of fun to go after people. Uh, but, but you're always really careful with that jump pad. And then you're like, I didn't even use it and I died. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Uh, I'm excited about that. Harvesting resources will be doubled. So there you go, you uh, Uber. Your your resources will be doubled. Love that. I'm gonna need it. Um, <laughs> yeah, especially with the circle moving so fast. My goodness. Resources right. found and loot increased from 30 to 100, 100 uh, and then treasure chest health increased from 200 to 500. So that's interesting. They're making everything shorter. But uh, the health, the treasure chest health is increased. So I don't understand why they're, why they're changing that. It's interesting. Uh, ammo box health increased from 120 to 250. So some, some, I don't, I'm not sure why they would be changing those, but those are changes that are coming as well in the gameplay changes. So um, David, I, have a, I do have one concern about this blitz mode, and that is... How's this going to bear for me in Storm? Uh, not well. Because <laughs> you're already pretty bad about Storm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little afraid of this one because uh, as, as Kyle typically calls me, the OG Storm Hunter, um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I do find myself in the Storm quite a bit. So with the, with the Storm moving quicker and faster, I'm not going to be able to get all the loot I want. I'm going to be sad. Especially if I see one of those llamas and I'm not able to, to open it up. I will probably die opening it up. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens with that. It's, it's interesting, though, that with the storm circle already being there when the bus is still in the air. Yeah. I mean, is, that how, is that how I understand it? So, that- yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to spawn with the circle already moving. So you're going to want to drop, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to... Gonna sh- I don't know if it's going to show us where the circle is instantaneously, right? Right. But you're going to see the storm moving immediately. That's that's interesting. So it's essentially taking away part of the map right off the bat, you know. So you, it, yeah, I think you'll feels see like it landing and tilted. <laughs> right. No matter where the circle is, that's going to be tilted, basically. Well, I think what's really interesting about this is. How where people are going to drop at because this is going to cause people to drop in different areas quicker, right? So, like if you're flying over retail, 
right at the beginning, you're a lot of people are going to drop like immediately. They're not going to wait till they get the tilted towers like they do now. Right. They're going to want to drop and get their loot and 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 then figure out where they're having to go. Um, so I think that's going to be a really interesting part about Blitz Mode. Um, the other thing is is in me and Null Zero were talking about this this week, is the bus lines. So currently the bus routes almost go through the middle map or close to the middle map almost every time, right? Right. Um, and in PUBG, as you mentioned, you know, asking about that, like the thing about PUBG is the map is a lot bigger, but you'll have the bus or the plane just go over just the north side of the map, right? Like the very north side of the map or just the east side, or west side, or south side, right? Or just fly uh, through a corner, a really short corner of the map. Um, and I think that's one thing that Epic needs to look at is changing the bus routes so that you, what they're doing with Blitz, essentially forcing these drop locations quicker is what they would be doing by, by changing the bus routes as well as, as forcing these drop locations a little more to create different engagements. So. We'll see. I mean, David, do you have anything to say on that one? I'm just excited to play it. <clears throat> It'll be fun for a really fast-paced game. Not a lot of looting, yeah. like time to sit back and loot. Not a lot of time to sit there and be like, oh, what are we going to do next? It's going to be like, go, 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 go. My kind of game. I think, I think it'll be work best for you because, like, as you say, the best way to get loot is to kill people. <laughs> yeah. Right. They, ha they have all the loot that we need. So... Well, let's go ahead and jump in to our tips and tricks for this week. You ask, do we have tips? Of course. Do we have tricks? Oh, yes, we do. So listen up. All right, so this week, a little different tip and trick. One I want to give out that I learned this week, and I don't know if you knew this one, Null Zero. Um, I think you actually might have been in the game when I learned this. But I will credit this to a uh, guy we play with, uh, The Reason uh, 33BT. And he's part of our community in the Discord, so shout out to him. But uh, it's how do you find downed enemies in the water? Uber, do you know how to find downed enemies that you, that you down in the water? Like if you down somebody, do you know how to find them in the water if they're crawling around? I don't. I can't say I do. So if you down a guy, like we were in uh, Moisty Mire, mm -hmm. and we downed a guy in the swamp, he's a, he, and we could not find him, like, did not know where he was and i was like how do you find him and he showed me this little trick for everybody out there and all you do is beforehand you could kind of like you know do the worm in the water and find somebody you know or or whatever and there wasn't any consistency to the water above below what you saw right so when you saw the top of the water that's all you saw underneath that was just like empty space right well now if you point your camera up like you're looking into the sky you can actually look under the water, so it's still gonna it's gonna look like water or look like the swamp, but you can see under the water a little bit, so you can find those enemies and find their loot and what you're looking for. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So I, I I mean from it might it's not gonna apply to a lot of situations, but if you're ever in that situation, you're like, man, that guy had a scar, and I just killed him in the water. Where right. is that scar at? Look up to the sky where your camera goes into the water a little bit, and then you can you can see throughout that water. Or the swamp. Very so, interesting. Yeah, good, good very tip. cool. Good pro tip. All right, let's go ahead and jump over to this week's mail. Hey, look here, guys. Look what we've got. We've got mail. All right, so this week we got a couple emails. One from Nicole, um, and uh, 
says here, first off, I love listening to the podcast and hearing all the different tips you, ha- you have. Well, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate the support. Uh, also, just learning about the gaming community and how it works has been interesting since it's something I've never been involved in before, uh, before your podcast. I've started playing Fortnite on Xbox two to three weeks ago, and before that, I've only ever played Solitaire and a little Minecraft. I'm slightly addicted to the game. So are we. <laughs> We're all here because we are as well. Uh, and the highest kills I've ever gotten is, is three in a game. I'm still working on fundamentals like using the controller and working, in, working on reflexes. I was wondering if you had any tips for anyone who is just starting out, not only in Fortnite, but in gaming in general. Once again, love the podcast. Thanks. Well, thank you so much for writing in. Uh, and Uber, I would actually ask you this. I mean, obviously you go between uh, mobile gaming and console gaming. You play Xbox as well. Uh, we all play console here. But is there any tips you have for, and you were talking about going between controllers. Do you have any tips and tricks maybe for new players out there, things they should kind of think about or, or you know, uh, go through whenever they, they sit down at their console for, you know, the first time to play this game? Yeah, first thing first here i love to hear that nicole like that you weren't really a huge gamer and now fortnite has kind of brought you on board yeah (laughs) right that's so cool like i love that that's really neat um obviously learn your controls i mean it doesn't hurt to look in the menus and see what all the buttons do right right um but you know it's really just repetitions i'd say you gotta have that controller in your hand and and eventually that muscle memory is going to set in and you'll know what you're doing now as it applies to fortnite the best tip i can give and and i'm a noob i'm not very good at the game but the best tip i can give the thing that really helped me out on fortnite was learn how to build learn how to build a building is so important and it's it's a it's this game is so much different than most other games where it's 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 a crucial aspect of the game. So if you learn how to just build just build a basic fort, you know, four walls and a ramp, just do that over and over again. And, and again, the muscle memory is going to set in, and you right. become such a better player. And I'm sure you guys have something to add uh, as well to that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, I think we talked with uh, with the FTR Champions podcast, and those guys have the Fortnite Fortnites where they give themselves one thing to practice for a couple weeks and to get better at. And I think that's a really good place to start. And obviously, Fortnite is built around building something, building a structure. And I think you know if you have the basic mechanic of shooting and moving around done, um, I would say building and looting. Right, Null Zero. I mean, you can talk to this one learning how to loot well, right? This is something you've pushed me on and continue to, to push me on and not staying too long, but looting um, and getting good at looting and not necessarily looking for everything that you need to pick up, but getting the things you can use to engage into a fight and then start moving. I mean, David, do you have any tips regarding that? Well, as far as looting, I think the faster you can be at looting and more efficient you can be at looting, uh, the better. You want to spend right. as minimal amount of time as possible on looting. Yes. It's a big part of the game, but the less time you're spending on looting, the better. Yep. I call um, it loot and scoot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, beyond those tips, the thing I would say is a lot of people pick up video games, and this is a, a tip for Fortnite and across all games. A lot of people pick up a game, they play it, and they'll just go in and start playing. 
the thing I'd mention is go into the options and mess with things like sensitivities and stuff like that because a default sensitivity might not feel right to you. And if you just play with the sensitivity a little bit, you might find something that's better for you. Maybe you don't like regular controllers. You want inverted control schemes, and that might feel more comfortable to you. Uh, there's yeah. a number of options that are available to you that if you go in and you just play with them, this is across, like I said, all gaming, um, you might find more enjoyment out of the game because it might begin to handle more how you expect it to. Great call. That's a great yeah. call over there. And, you know, Fortnite of all games, the, the settings are very, um, there's a lot. I mean, it's 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 built like a PC game, even on console, as far as the sensitivities. And you can, you know, there there's a lot of settings to mess around with. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, yep. definitely Good jump call. in and do that. Uh, so thank you so much for, for uh, shooting us the email there and uh, keep those emails coming. We got one last one from Ali. Um, and I won't read um, the whole email here, but uh, also known, I'm going to say pronounce their gamer tag wrong, I'm sure, but it is snuggerlist um but uh he says here love the show uh he actually writes it out no 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 zero is what he <laughs> writes hey too loud and no 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 zero love the show thanks so much for the amazing job hey we we really appreciate you he says after no such thing as a fish you guys are my go-to podcast so we really appreciate that uh, he goes on to say that uh now his question is uh, he's playing on xbox one He's a, he says, I am a British guy living in Shanghai, China. Man, that is uh, amazing that you're listening from China. Thank you so much for that. Uh, but he said, um, we don't have an option for Asia or S Southeast Asia servers yet. Uh, this means a lot of times I'm choosing the lowest or best ping. Uh, he's about 200 milliseconds on his screen typically. Uh, I think it's it kind of makes the experience suck way more than it would, he says, if, you know, obviously he had a better ping. Um, people get the drop on him quite a bit. But he says, can we get a shout-out to Epic and ask when this, the Asia and Southeast Asia servers are coming to Xbox One? So some of you guys might be like, ah, I see these servers. He's talking about the Xbox version of these servers. Um, so shout-out to Epic if you guys are listening. Uh, we have some listeners that would love to know when the servers are coming online, the Asia servers are coming online uh, for the Xbox. So thank you so much, Ali, for, for shooting that out to us. We really appreciate it. Guys, keep the emails coming. Any questions, any tips, tricks you might have that you would like us to share here on the show or shout-outs, uh, you can send those over to fortnitepodcast at gmail.com. Well, let's get into our last section here, our Reddit topic of the week. <laughs> So one really cool thing that the Fortnite um, BR Reddit does is they give these different things each day. Uh, you have Strategy Saturdays, which happened yesterday. And I just wanted to read a couple of these. Um, and uh, I don't know if you guys, Null Zero or, uh, or Uber, have, have seen this link here. I'm going to shoot it over to you guys. If you, saw, if you scroll through there and see any that you want to share real quick that kind of are funny or catch to you. But um, it was Strategy Saturday, so it says, shares your strategies for getting those sweet, sweet victory RLs, combat strategies, landing, not landing strategies, building strategies, uh, crossing the map strategies, etc. So I thought it was really funny. Uh, one that came up here by NYPD Blue. 
uh, says, play on St. Patrick's Day because a lot of adults are drinking, meaning either kids are playing or adults are playing while hammered. So uh, a, good, a, good, a good time to get your, to get your victory royales in. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's hilarious, man. Reddit will make you laugh. Uh, one here says uh, by X Trim Z says uh, simple advice, yet it applies to basically anything, even other games. Never put yourself in a fair fight. Either have some advantages or don't take the fight at all. So, you know, a lot of people actually comment on that one. It's actually a really good idea. Like if you know you're outnumbered, find a different approach. Maybe move on. Maybe let somebody else. I mean. David, we, we do this quite a bit. We see a couple of teams fighting in front of us, kind of let them get distracted with each other and then engage. Right, know? for sure. I mean, you definitely want to... I think that's really good advice. <laughs> I think I'm not even going to add to it. That's perfect advice. Yeah. Yep. I use um, that quite a bit. So, yeah, if you guys... I don't know if you guys see any... I, there's one here that says, uh, um, if, you, if people get higher than you... Uh, in a build-off, reroute, outward, and create space. Don't just sit there boxed in waiting to die. Edits do them, right? So keep in mind that when you're building and you get yourself boxed in, editing is still an option. You can go down. You see this a lot of times if you watch Myth or anybody else play. Um, you will see them that what they'll do is they'll just edit their way back down and start rebuilding another direction. So right. really, really cool idea. Obviously, editing on, on consoles is a little tougher than PC, but you can get pretty good at it pretty quick. So I see um, one here from AK Rider, um, and and we use this quite a bit when we run squads. Uh, don't chop big trees all the way down. It's a surefire way to get yourself noticed, and that that can definitely happen, right? Yeah, if, yeah, that's a really good tip. And even yeah. if you need material, just chop away at that tree, but don't chop it all the way down. And you know, you you're still gonna get most of that material, um, but nobody will see you. Uh, fall that tree so so i use that quite a bit that's a good good call there yeah that's a really good one yeah leave leave those trees a couple hits um Mm -hmm. it's even fun it's even funny when you leave a tree a couple hits and then all of a sudden you see that tree go down when you're in a fight and you're like oh wait there's somebody over there that just hit that tree i was hitting you know and they didn't (laughs) need to hit it they hit it once and it fell you know right right uh, uh, we've had that happen as well so. The one I like is it says, use everything you have. Traps in your inventory does nothing if you never use them. That's true. And it's a lot longer. He talks about how he placed traps in Tomato Town, got kills cross map. But the thesis of the whole comment is perfect. Like, absolutely use everything you have, always. One more super simple strategy that I've definitely got burned on a couple of times. I don't see it on here. I'm sure it's up there somewhere on Reddit, but um, make sure your weapons are reloaded <laughs> after a firefight, yes. right? Yes. You, you, you're always quick to loot and, 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 and run off. And even if you pick up that new gun that somebody else dropped, it may not be reloaded. And, and then you get into another situation with two oh, bullets. It is the worst feeling in the world. That has happened to me so much, and David is my witness. It's funny you say that, Uber, because I have been saying that lately quite a bit. Like, we get out of a fight, and like, hey, make sure you're reloaded. That's right. Um, because uh, yeah. I have lost some fights because of that situation. So Same here. Help your teammates yeah. out and just kind of mention it, you know? If you're running squats, mention it to your teammates so they know it too. Yep, yep. And everybody's like, oh, like, that's a good idea. Yeah, so definitely keep that one in mind. Well, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Shoot us a review on iTunes, leave us some comments on Podbean, and you can always send your complaint emails 
to fortnightpodcast at gmail.com. And we read those as well as the nice and kind emails. So uh, tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show. Um, and Uber, tell, tell everybody where they can find you when you stream, uh, when you, where to find your videos, and where to follow you at. Sure thing, yeah. Uber YouTuber on YouTube. Very easy. Uh, one word, Uber YouTuber. Um, I'm on Twitter as well, at Daniel Basil. Um, I'm sure that'll be in the show notes. You guys can just click on that. Uh, streaming, I stream at least twice a week. It's kind of hit or miss right now, but I'm really trying to do more Fortnite mobile videos. I'm going to try to upload daily videos on my channel awesome. for that. So if you guys are into the mobile side of Fortnite, I'm going to try to get better at the game and uh, maybe do some challenge videos and things like that. Uh, but also uh, Xbox. I, you know, I, I'm a big PS4 gamer and I just picked up an Xbox One X a little while ago. I need more friends on Xbox. I need an excuse to turn this thing on. Otherwise, it's just a boat anchor sitting here. So Uber YouTuber on Xbox, please send me some friend requests. So I have some, some friends on there as well to play Fortnite with. So you guys, if you want to, Uber's actually part of our Discord. He's in our Discord now. So if you want to play and you play on Xbox, we have an LFG channel there as well where you can go in and you can actually uh, push for, uh, you know, hey, I'm going to be on right now playing for a couple hours and people jump in there like, okay, hey, I'm playing too. So definitely come join our Discord. That link will be in the show notes as well. And also you can join our PS4 community, which is crazy thriving right now. People are playing with me and Null Zero almost every night. So we appreciate you guys joining that and being a part of that community as well. Uh, this show and this community is only as good as you guys. So obviously we appreciate that a lot. Hey, Uber, man, thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciate you taking out the time to come on and talk with us. Uh, we look forward to obviously seeing some of your videos uh, and, uh, you know, seeing, seeing how you start destroying the mobile scene for Fortnite. So, you know, <laughs> we could say we had the number one Fortnite mobile player on. Hey, you now. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. You guys are awesome. Like I said, I listen to your podcast. Uh, I, I've I've backlogged it. I've I've listened to almost every every episode now. I'm gonna make it all the way back to episode one and uh, keep up the good work, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Such an honor. Hey man, thank you so much. You you might want to watch out for like, I think it's like what episode is it? Like ten when Kyle's on the the with the uh, the squad the squad one. You might want to watch out. Some people hated that episode because he was vaping and it hurted their ears. So I'm just okay. forewarning <laughs> you. Because I'm all sure right. some people out there will go ahead and comment on this. This way, hey, just just listen to all of them, but this one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's it, you know it wasn't that bad for me. But hey, I gotta tease Kyle a little bit. Uh, but well, man, thank you so much, uh, guys. As always, make sure you're checking out the official Fortnite Reddit pages, um, and uh, you can keep up with the Fortnite BR and Fortnite uh, Reddit pages over there. And until next time, and as always, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales.